Have you ever noticed that the greatest truths you know and believe are the ones that you had to wrestle with to understand and to believe? Today we're going to dive into that on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life once all the time. So glad to be with you today. And uh, we want to talk today about the idea of truth. Uh, we're in a, in a day where people often talk about my truth, you know, what is my truth? And I suppose, you know, there's nothing wrong in doing that unless, you know, someone makes it something weird. But, but uh, truth is a big thing. But when I speak of truth today, I want to talk about the truth of God, the truth that is in His Scriptures, in the Word of God. And uh, Oswald Chambers once said something very specifically and succinctly when he said this. He said, Our position is not ours, meaning what we believe is not ours, until we make it ours by suffering. The author who benefits you is not the one who tells you something you did not know before, but the one who gives you expression to the truth that has been struggling for utterance in you. And that's kind of a, a fancy way of just saying this, that have you ever had a conversation with someone uh, and something that they said seized you by, by your proverbial throat, so to speak, right? And it got your attention and for a brief moment, it gave you a moment of clarity, something that you had been pondering, something that lacked description, suddenly fell into place and the lights were turned on and you said, wow. This is what I mean by when you discover something, when, when it hits you. Uh, anybody can believe something and know it just mentally, but when you know it with your heart, when you know it from the deepest part of you, and you've wrestled to understand that, this is what I mean by owning owning the truth of God, of, of, of letting it own you. And maybe you read a book, or maybe you read something that turned on the lights in a way that left you thinking in a very profound way, and it just hit you, because you always had that kind of stirring in your heart, but you didn't know how to how to word it just the right way. This is what I'm saying, that, that the greatest truths that you and I believe are the ones that we struggle to believe, that we fight to believe it, and we wrestle through it, and we even go through pain and suffering sometimes to really understand it. And Or maybe a movie, a movie you saw that forced some strong emotions to, to the top of your heart. And these were feelings that you never really realized you had until you saw that movie. For instance, the movie Schindler's List was a movie that struck many people in a very deep and profound way. And often, like I saw it once and I just wept throughout the whole movie. I, I said, this is just so horrendous what was the experience that the Jews had during World War II. And so we live in a day where truth is peddled like the cheapest market wares. Well, at the same time, when you read Proverbs uh, 120, it says something like this. It says, Wisdom cries out in the street. In the squares she raises her voice. At the busiest corner she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she speaks. And this is what I'm saying, that when we, when we believe just anything, it's not really real. Um, if, if I believe any truth I want to, and, and it comes easily to me, then it's not really true. It's not really a profound truth. Because profound truth you wrestle to get. And if we believe something too easily, 
it can't be deep. It's it's casual, and and today truth is just kind of thrown out there everywhere. You know, on 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 social media, all kinds of truth is thrown out there. But when we talk about the scriptures and God's truth, we're talking about the truth given to us by our Creator, the one who made us, not truth someone made up and said, "Well, this is this is true," but God's truth. And so, think about Barnum and Bailey, right? One of the famous sayings, right? There's a sucker born every minute. You've you've heard it, and there is someone somewhere who's gullible enough, gullible enough to believe and to be taken by a lie. And this is the world we live in today. This is why you have to let God tell you what is true. And I'm working on an idea for for a future podcast on the idea of why. What gives us the authority? What what gives the Bible the authority to be the truth, right? The only truth. And maybe we'll talk about that some sometime. But so Jesus laid out the price of, of following him, for instance, whenever followers came to him, because they always came with fascination and joy and and like awe and paparazzi kind of attitude. But he laid he laid out the price very quickly, and that way he gave no illusion to anybody as to why they followed him. There was nothing romantic about following him. There was nothing charming about following him. It was going to be hard. And Jesus said it was going to be hard. Now, Jesus also spoke of counting the cost. And if a person builds a tower, right? Uh, he, said, he said this in a parable. If a person builds a tower or goes to war, they always have to ask the logical question. Can it, can it be accomplished? Do I have enough money to do it? Do I have enough resources and planning to make this happen? So when we talk about gaining your truth, right, gaining the truth of God and wrestling for that truth of what you believe, what does it all begin? Well, it, it all begins with, number one, a feeling. You ever get a feeling? It's a part of you that feels before you know. It's a part of you that is instinctual and the part of you that says, hmm, there's something there. Even though your logical mind has no understanding of why or how this is happening. And we find that, that uh, some call it maybe intuition or a gut feeling or Christians call it discernment. Right? It's something that you know in your heart and that may be contrary to what seems logical at the moment. But nevertheless, you know it and believe it beyond any logic. And, and this is why, like great songwriters, right, they always begin with a feeling. It's not just some cold idea. It, it's something deep within them. We have family that are great musicians, you know, all over, keyboardists and everything, and they sing, bands and everything. And they always get this idea that, that is in the deepest part of them before they get it. After the feeling comes the wrestling part. And this is the challenging part of really following Christ. I keep saying over and over, and I mean it, that Jesus never... Uh, gives you any illusion that following him is a romantic idea. It's always hard. It's, it's always hard on your flesh. You never want to do it. And when Paul visited these famous thinkers, they were students of, of the Bible called the Bereans, it is said that he visited them and he kind of laid out what the scriptures uh, say. And he put it in, in these words. They welcomed the message very eagerly and examined the scriptures every day to see whether these things were so. And we find that that when when Paul did this, 
they they went and 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 wrestled with what he said. That's the point. That truths that are easily believed, I question, because there's something about the wrestling that will confirm in your heart beyond the shadow of a doubt whether you believe something. And and thus we have we have this the the third or, or the second the second thing we, we, that this comes under, and that is that is not only feeling but wrestling right it's feeling but also feeling and then after that comes wrestling and and this is why the bereans were wrestlers with the truth they didn't just easily believe they didn't just say you know where do i sign up uh, how do i get into this they 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 wrestled with it and and they fought with it and they debated it until they they understood it and so and i love this about god god is not afraid of our questions he's not afraid of our hard questions and but then comes another one that I want to give you, and that is uh, testing. Then comes a time of testing, and this is where the so first you have feeling, then wrestling, that then the truth becomes tested in you. How do you know you really believe something? Because you believe it mentally? No, you believe it in your heart because you live it, and when you're tested with it, you hold on to it, and the truth you know now tries and now tests you. And we find that that uh, in the scriptures in, in Psalm 105 and 19, there's a beautiful scripture that says this. It says that until what he said came to pass, the word of the Lord kept testing him. And this is speaking of Joseph. And here, the, it's like the word of God is your, your instructor. It's, it's, it's the one challenging you. That it's one thing to say, I have the word, or I believe the word, but does the word have you? Does the word test you? And do you let it test you? And so, so there's feeling, there's wrestling, and there's testing. And the, the most profound things we believe are not learned in a classroom, that you know that. But they're learned through suffering. They're learned when you're tested and tried. Because when you're tested and tried, that's when you really know whether what you believe, you're going to hold on to it or you're going to throw it away. And I've seen people throw away what they believe. And hopefully it was something that maybe wasn't worth it. But man, if you have God and you're going through the trial, you don't want to throw God away in your life. You want to persevere through it. So then there comes another one. After, after the three, Right, we have feeling, wrestling, testing. Then there is this one. There is standing. And standing is, is once you have wrestled with with and fought and been tried and believed the truth that you that you have now you stand in that truth and the truths that you believe the most are the ones that you fight for the most they're the ones that you that you uh, uh, contend for uh, paul talked about contending for the faith and the concept of freedom in america for instance is is such a sacred idea because of of the idea of what it costs to get it right and and hence you have the haunting words of Tom Hanks in the movie Saving Private Ryan, where after the whole, the whole company is, is killed during the war, he's the last one to live. And the people, the person they came to save, Private Ryan, he's holding him at the end. And while Tom Hanks dies, he looks at him and says, earn this, earn this. And that really, like, it brings tears to the eyes when you see that because He's, he's talking about the price of what it costs to, to be free in America and, and, and what some people pay to get that. And this is what I mean by standing in the truth. I don't mean standing in your truth because your truth and my truth, 
if it's not rooted in God, it's going to fall eventually. And I'm going to have to do it in my own strength to hold it up anyway. But if it's God's truth, if it's His truth, and I stand in Him, then nothing can ever move me. Even the martyrs believed this and knew it, that they died in faith, they died in Christ, believing their truth. And when I say their truth, I mean God's truth. And so how do you know when you really believe something? How do you know when you really believe something? When your back is up against the wall, you stand. And no matter what tries to move you, you stand. So till next time, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If, if you enjoyed it, please leave a like or subscribe to this channel and recommend it to somebody. Check out our YouTube and Facebook and our, uh, our website, soul02.com. And I hope to see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you.